0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always, it's Gator. Why why are you whispering? You told me I talk too loud on the podcast. You do pick up on my microphone, but, Yeah, I don't want to do
1: that, so I'm going to go into my NPR voice.
0: NPR voice. To
1: talk on the Cigar Pulpit for the rest of this episode. It's all
0: things considered, with Nick and Gator. And Ari Shapiro. (laughs) Today, we're going to do a book review.
1: Oh. we could talk about my sweaty balls.
0: Sweaty balls.
1: <laughs> I hear they're yeah. good. Sweaty balls. Oh, yeah. That's what. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. So, yeah, Nick Nick has been picking on me because apparently, when when he's recording now, he's got this brand new fanciful board. And when he records, apparently I'm picking up on his microphone, so he's having trouble deleting any of the stuff he doesn't
0: want from me yeah, because it cr-
1: it's on his mic it as well.
0: creates this weird echo effect. We've got this
1: giant social distance between yeah, us now. So
0: now there's just miles between miles,
1: us. Miles, yes. Anyway.
0: So I can to- wave. Can you see me from over there? Kind of. Okay. So today on the show, <laughs> we're going to be smoking another selection from the July My Monthly Cigars box. Today we're going to be smoking the HC Series Red Corojo. It is a Grande Gordo 6x60. It's one of your big boys. It is indeed. And it has a Nicaraguan Corojo wrapper, a non-existent or unknown binder, and a Nicaraguan filler. I'm assuming mine is very well
1: uh, humidified considering we're out on the deck in the middle of a rainstorm and literally my cellophane is wet.
0: It is moist. It's going to make it
1: much harder to get this off now. Very, very moist out. It is moist, moist. Moist. You know moist triggers some people.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan of the word. It's it just this is slippery. It bothers me. There we go. All right. There you go.
1: Yeah, that was hard to get off. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what, what she, she said. said. <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> well, how about we go ahead and get into the official cut? Oh, my God, who's
1: it brought to us by?
0: It's brought to you by our man Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. We love Dan. Dan is uh, set up, running, doing fine. Um, I went by there just today, actually. He uh, has the hand sanitizer on the wall for everyone who comes in, you know, still keeping things kind of socially distant. I know that St. Louis City and County is insisting on masks everywhere and all that. But I just uh, cut a hole in mine and smoke through it. You know, you don't really need the mask when you're sitting out there on that 1,500-square-foot uh, covered patio. It is a nice patio on. area. Yeah, you sit out there, you social distance in your lawn chairs, you have your cigars. It's a nice time. It's a good deal. It is. He's got something for every budget, $3 to $100, including a new exclusive Martinez cigar. Ooh, it's the double crown also a six by sixty. It's their New York blend. You grabbed a couple of those, didn't you? I did indeed. Yep. But you don't like the big guys, really no? I don't. So. I don't like anything over like a fifty-four. So those are for me. But, yeah. you know, nonetheless, it's OK to each their own. Their quality. Actually, he just got a big uh, shipment of Martinez cigars in. Oh, cool. so he's got three different size of the flat iron, including one of them's a Lancero. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa back up. There are multiple sizes multiple of the full sizes
0: iron? of the flat iron And one I of them know that and one of them's a Lancero. And he's got the Lancero in there.
1: I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to try that. I want to see how the flavor differences are.
0: Well, then you know what? I think you need to get over to Riverman Cigar Company.
1: As as does everyone. As does everybody. If you
0: live in the St. Louis area, make sure you visit Dan over at Riverman Cigar. And if you don't live in the St. Louis area, but you're coming through, swing by the Riverman Cigar. And if you don't live in St. Louis and you're not coming through. And you don't have a brick and mortar. And you don't have a brick and mortar near you. Call up, Dan. He does mail order. He can ship you out a box the next day. They will hook you up. They will indeed.
1: He's so. also got my Casada uh, 1974s that I absolutely love. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's good times. Yep. Dan will take good care of you folks. So anyway, so with that, how about
0: we go ahead and
1: cut the cigar? It was impressive.
0: You know, I try. I
1: just have, I have my little... A little bit of showmanship, here. so...
0: Yeah, is, is that your Bjorn cutter? No. No, that's not... That's not even your Riverman cutter. No, this is just a little That's cheapy. like one of those little $4 Craftsman bench. That's exactly you know. what it is, a
1: Craftsman oh, bench.
0: Oh, man. If you're breaking that thing out, you've lost the Riverman cutter and the <laughs> Bjorn cutter, haven't you? I have no idea where they are. Oh, my God. And I,
1: I don't smoke anywhere but here and in my Jeep, so it's not like I've wandered off with them somewhere. There are literally two places they could be, and they're in
0: neither one. I'm going to do the Deep V, but I'm actually, because this is a Gordo, I am going to give this the double Deep V. Now I literally just took the cap off and I have a great draw going. Well, good.
1: Yeah, got some little particulate there Ooh. that I need to clear off. Getting yeah. a little flavor on the uh, cold draw. Yeah. What are you getting?
0: What is that? I'm glad you are because I'm. Not I am. Gonna, I'm it's not gonna lie to you. I'm really not. It's a little. I'm getting maybe a little bit of an earthy. No, there's a on the, fruit on flavor the, on the on the. On the I'm not getting it necessarily on the draw itself. I'm getting it just, like, you know, the the back taste. Kind There's of a little bit fruit of
1: flavor to it. Urge. Like
0: a dried fruit, but I can't.
1: Maybe a dried mango. I love dried mango, by the way. Yeah,
0: I'm not getting that. Did you do the uh, cold retro? No. Try that. Must I? Must. Oh. Yeah, I'm not getting anything on that.
1: I, I'm getting almost a little pepper on the cold retro hail. Well, that, that's... Is this uh, is this a strong little guy here? It is Corojo, this ginormous. Yeah. It is
0: Corojo. So I actually got pepper on a cold retrohale. So that figure that one out. It is possible that there's going to be some spice to this. I mean, it is a Corojo cigar, so uh, and Nicaraguan. So I mean, okay. there is a distinct Possibility, and Jeff has the ceiling fan on again, so yes, my, I do. My, lighter, my lighter is dancing like a bunch of chorus girls, um, <laughs> so my, I'm hoping my light actually is even. I think I pulled that off pretty well, actually. It was impressive. Was it? Was it impressive?
1: I watched from across the deck.
0: So, Jeff, you've got your, your Zippo there. <laughs> Why don't you talk about why you're having to light that in the jankiest possible way?
1: Okay. I might have messed up my Zippo lighter, and I'm really kind of depressed about this. So I ran out of uh, lighter fluid. Uh huh. And I, you know, I have. Meaning other... like
0: you didn't have any at all in the house? No, I ran
1: out. I actually bought a brand new big can of Zippo lighter fluid. Yeah.
0: But. I didn't know if you meant you ran out in the Zippo or you ran out like in the. Ran house. out completely. Okay. And
1: I thought, you know, I'm sure another flammable substance will work in this. No. It didn't. Nope. And now it's gummed up and not working. Oh my god. So and now
0: you're using a citronella candle <laughs> to even out your burn. That's good. Nothing like smoking bug repellent. Oh my god. You can really taste the citronella. Folks, I'm going to be searching for a new co-host <laughs> soon cuz Jeff's going to get cancer. It's inevitable. From whatever flammable material he decided to light his cigar with. Yeah, I tried mineral oil
1: in the uh, Zippo. It didn't work at all. Moron. At all. So yeah. now it's all
0: gummed up. And Like, I actually... Okay, I have the, so what Nick hasn't told you is, I have the butane insert for mine, and that works Oh, really I bet. Well. Yeah, I bet it and does. And you know the other nice thing about that? What's that? And I probably shouldn't admit this on a podcast, but... Um, TSA doesn't really look at zippos when you go through Holy crap. Just saying. You're gonna get on a list. Just saying, you know. So so you know, they don't let you take the butane lighter through. You gotta, you know, ghost it and, and put it in the bag and check it, you yeah. know. But uh if you get the zippo, they don't really care. So, you know, whatever. Anyway, We're gonna start I didn't say now. anybody oh, should do, I didn't say anybody should do it. I'm just saying it's true. Yeah, it's Was that... it's, a, it's a couple of facts. It's not necessarily a recommendation.
1: Was that some sort of just code cu- you just gave to your sleeper cell? What cup- the hell? A
0: couple of facts. Dear God, man. No, no. Um,
1: no what Nick didn't tell the you? Cow is... flies at midnight. Anyway, <laughs> John yeah. has a long mustache. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, the only way I can get my Zippo to light now is I pour a little bit of lighter fluid in on the wick and then light it. Now the problem with that is, is I've set my hand on fire 3 times.
0: <laughs> I was going to say that sounds incredibly dangerous. It does cuz it it trickles down the oh sides. Oh my god, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I had my and I shut an uncontrollable flame just just <laughs> everywhere pouring over everything <laughs> like water. Oh my god, including my hand. Oh my god. So what are you getting on the cigar now that you've lit it with god knows what? <laughs> I'm getting tastes of off. Yes. Yeah. Actually, we made an off-torch earlier today because we we're we'll, children. We'll, we'll get to that. But anyway, so what do you get on the we, cigar?
1: We taught my daughter how to make an off-torch. All right. I guess we're
0: going to get to that now. So well, yeah. What are
1: you getting on your cigar?
0: I, you know, <laughs> Lord. I'm getting, I am getting some spice off the front. Yeah, I am of too. Um, Just out of the gate. Right out of the gate. There's some spice to this. What else are you getting over there as you're puffing? Hmm. You ready for a retro? Mm. <laughs> ah. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, there's pepper on the retro. Um, boy, that was hard. This this fan is killing me, man. I gotta, turn it off. I gotta turn this thing down. I
1: got pepper, but not like you did.
0: Is it off? I can't tell if it's off.
1: You are gonna be a thousand degrees now without that fan on.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm already sweating. <laughs> it is extraordinarily humid. The rain is not helping that one bit. Let me check my weather app here real quick. Um and you and I are both portly men of size. So yes. <laughs> oh, you know Oh look at the humidity number. We're like Dom Delouise down in New Orleans. Humidity 100%. 100% 100% humidity. Yeah. We
1: might as well be call, you know calling this in from the pool. We're basically fish. Yeah. We're just living in water at this point. <laughs> oh my god. And we had a cigar earlier cuz we were just hanging out talking. Uh-huh. And like we couldn't keep our cigars lit. It's that humid
0: out that they kept going out on us. Yeah, I'm not having that problem so far with this guy. Yeah little bit of an uneven bird line going in the very beginning here, but I, the fan. I'm thinking it was the fan, and also, you know, I'm kind of puffing at it pretty quick, trying to get um, some flavor notes, but... And trying to keep it lit. And that's the... Well, no, that is the very real fact, is that if I let this thing sit for too long, it's going to go out. It so is, So yeah. I have to puff on it probably a little quicker than I normally would, so... I don't know. It's a neat-looking cigar, though. I mean, it's got the little palm tree on the... On the band there, HC Coroha Reds. It's fancy. Yeah, it's neat. So anyway, it's uh,
1: it's a little stronger cigar than I'm uh, used to. Luckily, it's late in the day, and
0: it is um, this is my third cigar of the day. So it is actually a bundle cigar. It looks like it comes in a bundle of twenty. Really? Um, the MSRP on the cigar is eight seventy five. So I guess that's not bad. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's it's not a, a cheap bundle cigar by any means. You know, it's 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 not bad. Speaking of bundle cigars, you and I uh, we we got to try a new one. We did recently. Yep, uh, made by uh, Oscar. Yeah, and it's good. We talked to Oscar's marketing guy Leo a little earlier today, though. Um, we uh, um, I, uh, apparently this cigar is very limited. It's it was made for like what one account, I think he said. No. And they're kind of testing it a little bit, like playing around and stuff like that. But um, but it's really good. Like I I don't. I don't know this for certain, but I suspect that some of the tobacco, maybe the leavings and you know extras from the leaf maybe go into this because well, and that's what I noticed
1: is I'd put that cigar say, up against the leaf, yeah. yeah, so the, the uh, Connecticut versus Connecticut, yeah, I'd put it right up there with it yeah, yeah, it was a good cigar
0: you uh, also smoked the Habano today. Mm-hmm. what did you think of that? It was a little stronger, but uh, it, it was You're also You're more of a Connecticut good. smoker mm-hmm. than a Habano smoker anyway. Yeah, I'm not a Habano so, guy. Yeah, so that makes sense. But yeah. yeah, no, I hope that Oscar brings that to market, you know, like available everywhere. Because I'll tell you, as a as a bundle cigar, you know, a value cigar, it's good. Well, now, the Leaf. It's a good stick.
1: The Leaf technically is a bundle cigar, is it
0: technically, not? Technically, yes. Technically, the Leaf but it's not a does bundle cigar. come in a bundle. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things... That you could put the leaf in a box and just because it's a box doesn't make it any better or you know make it any worse because it comes in a bundle I mean the leaf is a good stick. the leaf
1: is a good it's stick. just that it
0: comes you know wrapped in the in the bundle the instead. leaf
1: Connecticut when I even the Sumatra I like the Sumatra yeah when yeah.
0: I when I say bundle um I think I well, I not just me. I think when people say bundle cigars, I think that that gives them the, the connotation the connotation yeah. of it being like a value cigar or a cheap cigar or something like that. And that's that's not what I'm getting at um necessarily, especially when referring to the leaf. I'm not gonna but, lie. I mean I the mean, dude, boxes are nice and all, but it's a certain point where well, are you gonna put put them. La Flor Minicana. La Flor Dominicana through this whole COVID situation, they've actually stopped doing um. Uh, a lot of boxes because they've had problems with the box production. Yeah. So what they're doing, and these are, I mean, for, for their high end cigars and stuff, they're just doing uh, bundles instead. So, yep. you know, I mean, it's just because it's packaged that way, doesn't make it any less or, or inferior of a cigar. This one admittedly is um, not inferior, but it's, it's, uh, it is a, a secondary cigar for them it's but see know. i would put
1: it right up there with the leaf i mean it's yeah. a good stick
0: oh i liked it anyway but
1: i mean dude i've never smoked anything by oscar that i didn't enjoy no i agree with that yeah the leaf the island gym the 2012 i've been
0: smoking a ton of island gyms lately yeah you have oh my god i discovered that island gym um a little while back at a store and uh which I got, one are you smoking the pen the uh yes Yep. yeah and it's it looks like a pencil you know that's what's kind of cool about it is with the way it's got the wrapper. You know, it's got it's the torpedo, but it's got that little little darker tobacco on the tip, and yep. it's got the lighter tobacco around on the torpedo end, and then it goes back in the darker. You know, the San Andreas wrapper. And, so and it, it has the so it looks kind like it's fluffy a, end too, rather than a eraser. Yeah, exactly, yeah. it's got the frayed end at the end, so it looks like the eraser. So no, I mean it looks just like a pencil. It's it's really kind of those cool. are good cigars. But, oh my yeah. god, I've been smoking those like a chimney lately. Yeah. So well, it's funny. I mean
1: you you know it. We jump around so much. Yeah, smoking you so find many different something that just kind of hits the itch, yeah.
0: and and you know. Yep. Yeah. So I've been like I said, I've been smoking a lot of those lately. Yeah. But. Anyway, so yeah, Nick and
1: I, tonight, we sat down, we're doing a solo cast.
0: Yeah, we, we realized the other day that... He is the
1: pilot, Nick is the co-pilot. We re- yeah, <laughs> More whatever. of a stewardess, whatever.
0: actually, but... Peanuts, peanuts. <laughs> I have pretzels. No, we realized the other day we really haven't done a cast where it's just been the two of us, just kind of just you know BS in for a little while. We've had a lot of good guests. We had a ton through. of good guests, and you know what? I I'm I'm a big fan of having guests come through. It's nice. It's good content and everything, but at the same time, you know, every once in a while, it's nice to just sit and chill and and uh, relax a little bit. So well, we figured it, we'd do a we'd do a Nick and Gator cast exactly.
1: And other so. than the fact that there's 100 percent humidity, it's not overly hot.
0: No, it's not. It's actually pretty nice out, but mm-hmm. you know, not that people need a weather report from. You Man, know,
1: the storms were rolling through the water earlier.
0: Illinois on a Wednesday night. Earlier
1: or, you know. tonight, we were sitting on the deck, and we had lightning strike within a mile of us. It was crazy. It was crazy, and it it hit something somewhere really bad, <laughs> mm. and it wasn't very far off.
0: Well, the power flickered inside the house for a split second. Yeah, it did. And, so yeah, it was but en- we, it was enough to trigger that.
1: Yeah. Kristen was out here with us at the time, and we all saw it, and it was very, very speaking
0: close. Speaking of Kristen... Uh-oh. So, Kristen, you know, for those of you who listen regularly... You, you know, know Kristen
1: listens to the show. I just want to point that per- out. I know
0: that Kristen listens to the so, show. You're going to so use my year of the rat. I am. So ashtray. I'll, I'll get to that. We can get to that in a minute. So spe- Absolutely. Mail call. So, speaking of Kristen, you all know that, that Kristen is Jeff's ex-wife, and um, so... Here's what I would like for you to do. I'd even go so far as to say lovely ex-wife. That's because she just walked by. (laughs) He's kissing her ass. So here's what needs to happen, folks. We need you to call in to the Cigar Pulpit Hotline with your questions for Kristen. And we're going to have an episode where Kristen comes on and dishes some embarrassing stories about Jeff and... You know, I know her we- well enough to know she's not going to do that. I don't know. She's not
1: going to come on the cast and talk about me.
0: I think she's got some pretty good stories about <laughs> you that I think the world needs to hear. And so probably involving your butt. Um, but anyway. Oh, God, she does. Oh, my God. <laughs> so anyway. That just clicked. Yeah. You guys have been talking. So I think, Son of a I bitch. think she needs to come on. And I would like some, some listener questions for her as well. I think it'd be fun for the <sighs> listeners to have the insight into you through the eyes of your ex-wife. This is a horrible idea. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh,
1: when she comes back up on the desk you'll, or deck here, you'll have to ask her if she's willing to do that. Oh,
0: I'm pretty sure she's going to be down for doing that. <laughs> It'll be fun. Tell you oh. what. Oh, sure it will. Yeah. We'll even let her pick the cigar. She likes a lot of the acids and mm-hmm. various... I think we'll we'll even let her pick the cigar. It'll Speaking be fun. Speaking
1: of the ashtray, we could do the Year of the Rat. I don't know if she'd be down
0: for that. Why not? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. We have Year of the Rat
1: cigars. Yeah.
0: So, uh, as Jeff has alluded to multiple times... Oh, um, she's coming back. you got to ask we, her. Uh, we... We... Uh, got to get her okay on the, on the uh, microphone here. Okay. So... So, Kristen, you heard all that. Are you down for, for coming on to the show and uh, dishing the dirt on, on Jeff here a little bit and, and sharing some embarrassing stories? Absolutely. Damn it. Damn you heard hell. it right there, folks. Damn Get it your questions hell. into the Cigar Pulpit Hotline. I don't have my phone right in front of me, so I can't give you the number. Thank God. Um, I think it's like area code 863-874-0000. There's four zeros, yeah. um, I, think it's, I think that's what it is. This is going to go um, poorly. Go to my Instagram. Go to the Cigar Pulpit Instagram. Oh I have posted the number multiple, multiple times. Go to the Instagram. Find the number. Call in and leave your questions for Kristen. And uh, be polite. You know, don't don't like get into the super personal, like you know, sexy stuff or anything. But <laughs> nobody wants to hear that about Jeff. But but the point is, you well, know, keep, um, let's not say nobody. Keep wants Keep it hear relatively it. good, okay? But otherwise. Just I would have say, at me is what you're saying. Have at Jeff. This is the opportunity to find out about Gator straight from his ex wife. So, anyway, going back for a minute to what we were okay, talking here, about. Okay, here. There's your number. Oh, I oh, even oh, looked it up for you, did, Zach. You did. That means you want to do this. Yeah, area code 863 874 0000. Boy, look at that. Off the top of my head, I remembered that. Dear God. I love it. So, anyway, um, we received a very nice package from Drew Estates um, with. Oh, they could not have been nicer to us. A couple of gifts, and they were thanking us, you know, media partners and all that. I can't make fun of Jonathan Drew's goggles and, uh, anymore. <laughs> and so we want to we say a very nice thank you to Absolutely. Drew States because they sent us over a couple of very nice Year of the Rat ashtrays. Oh, that um, thing is awesome. I mean, it's a really nice ashtray, along with a uh, couple boxes of the Year of the Rat um, cigars, yeah, you know, the, the little samplers um, of cigars and they're really, really nice and I'm looking forward to cracking that open and smoking some of those. And then obviously... Well, we got the, uh, what is the new, the new cigar that we got in there? And that's the other thing. They sent over the 2020 sampler pack, which had eight cigars in it, yep. which included the Leather Rose, mm-hmm. which is the new one from their Deadwood Tobacco line, um, which is like the and I like stuff those. with the, the, the um, what, uh, Fat Bottom Betty, Sweet Jane. Sweet Jane and Crazy Alice. Crazy yeah. Alice. I couldn't remember yeah. that one. Yep. So... But anyway, so no, we, we just want to send a uh, heartfelt thank you to our friends at Drew Estate. Oh, absolutely. So That
1: ashtray is cool. Even Kristen tonight, she's like, where'd you get that? That's cool. It's a neat ashtray. Like, yeah,
0: they hooked us up. So, so. folks, uh, other manufacturers, we can't be bought, but we can be rented. Okay? <laughs> episode just, just, by episode. Just let you know. Yeah. Um, you know, just reach out to me on Instagram <laughs> for the mailing address. <laughs> but anyway. no, that was super, super, super cool Super nice. Yeah.
1: So... Yeah, that was neat.
0: Yeah. So, uh, speaking Nick. of uh, cigars, though, Jeff, and coming in the mail, yep. I'm going to bring this up, and unfortunately, it might put us on the spot, oh, force God. us to do it. Oh God, Martinez Cigars is sending us a couple things. Well, how could that be bad? Though they make great sticks. Yeah, they also make one that's called the uh, El Monstro.
1: I Which don't like is the a sound of that.
0: eight and a half inch long cigar that's a hundred and forty ring gauge. What? Yeah. The actual fuck. Yeah, hundred and forty ring gauge. No, you're kidding, right? Nah, I'm I'm dead serious.
1: How the hell are we gonna smoke that? Like,
0: this isn't like a donkey's dick. This is more like a horse. Oh god! And so, anyway, banana for scale. Um, yeah, banana for scale. <laughs> <laughs> Banana's gonna look small. God, I wish um, I could remember
1: what episode that story was on. Oh but, god, folks, you need to go back and listen to that. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. me not Dude, knowing just what. That start meant. at the beginning. You'll hit it.
0: Um, but anyway, um, they're sending us these gigantic cigars, and uh, I think we're gonna have to smoke those on an Instagram video. <sighs> I don't even know what to say. Here's my question. I have a couple questions, but well, but
1: my first question is why. But anyway, go ahead. It's there, but yeah. you know. But, but I mean,
0: it, why would you even make a cigar that big? Apparently, they sell them quite frequently. That's what they said. I'm shocked. I don't know. I mean, I know that the 70 ring gauge and the 80 ring gauge are very popular with truckers because they're very large cigars. It's an all-day smoke. And it's an all-day smoke. And so they only have to worry about lighting a cigar one time. I get that. And then they can drive for hours and hours on the same cigar. I get that. 140 ring gauge, though, is just obscene. And so I'm not entirely sure... How this is gonna go? You but know what's nice though is I know the tobacco that's in it. It's the stuff that makes up the the forty five, the Flat Iron, and the Passion. Which so are it's gonna be great, awesome. It's gonna be a great cigar. It's just it's like gonna smoking be a tuna can, huge. Yeah, and so um, yeah, we're gonna be doing that on a video coming up soon. And we've just sold our soul, which leads to my questions: How the hell do we cut and light this thing? Oh, I know how I'm gonna light it. We'll save that for the video. All right, we'll save that for the yeah, video. I, I have an appropriate I lighter. No, because dude, I mean, like, hundred and forty <laughs> ringgit. I have this Vertigo Cyclone with, as Mister Jonathan calls it, the you know patented big ass tank. But like, I don't think I've got enough butane in that dude, thing to properly. I'm going to show you thing.
1: the big ass tank. Oh my god. We're going to make this happen. You know, I'm a farm boy, right? Mm. I have access to some shit. Oh God. Yeah, but the cutting is a is a greater question. I almost think we're going to have to get, like, a pocket knife and punch it. Yeah, maybe. Something. I don't know. Or we it... could just we could get your punch and just put, like, eight holes in the end of it.
0: I don't have my punch anymore. Oh, that's right. Thanks to the guys at the uh, <laughs> the local oil change place. <laughs> they stole his punch. I right had key a keychain key punch, and uh, when I got it back, it was just a little nub. It didn't have the punch part anymore. So one of two things happened. Either they stole the punch, which I don't know why they would possibly steal a punch. But more realistically is it was getting kind of loose, and I suspect it maybe fell off. And, um, you know, they just didn't notice, and I got my keys back, and I was like, oh, my punch. I can get my chainsaw out, and
1: we could V-cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Nudge it like a tree.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't want to crack the cap.
1: True. Yeah. Valid point. I'll sharpen the blade. Okay. But no, I have the appropriate lighter for that cigar. So I will admit, I have smoked an 80 ring gauge. Yeah, it was that 8x80 eight
0: uh, JFR Lunatic. My
1: my editor over at uh, Hamilton County, at the newspaper that I have there, uh, William McPherson, bought that for me on a trip one time, and he hands me this thing, he's like, dude, I got you a cigar on vacation. I'm like, uh...
0: <laughs> the biggest <sighs> I've ever smoked is a 70. Yeah. And I this smoked This is literally it. twice the size of that. It took me four and a half hours. Yeah, I think we're we're strapping in for a six hour smoke with this hundred and forty. It's gonna be dude. the
1: longest podcast we've ever done. We might as well make it like you a radiothon.
0: What? We ought to make it like a radiothon. We can have people make donations <laughs> to like muscular dystrophy and shit. We'll get like you know Charo to come out and do a song. It'd be great. Oh my god, I love this idea so Is much. Is Charo even still alive? I hope so. She was a national treasure. She was. Coochie, coochie. Coochie, coochie with that fruit basket (laughs) on her head. Right? She had the fruit basket hat, Yeah, she had the fruit basket. Okay, all right. I didn't know if I was getting my, 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 you know. Minnie Pearl had the hat with the- Latin American women mixed up.
1: Well, Minnie Pearl had the hat with the tag that was always on it. That's not who I was getting mixed up. I I love Minnie Pearl.
0: I didn't know if like the Chiquita Banana chick was a different- Chiquita
1: Banana. Is she a real woman or is she just a drawing- I think it was just a cartoon. Okay, I didn't know if there was
0: an actual woman. That but was based but
1: Charo kind of had the chiquita banana. She thing She did. Going on. Although yeah. she was
0: a full fruit basket, not just bananas. <laughs> you know. Uh, so.
1: Oh man, back in the day, she was something. Goochie, goochie. When I was a kid, <laughs> oh, she was she she was a very hot little Latin woman back in the day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If she's alive, we got to get her on the telethon. I'd love to get Charo
0: on the show. <laughs> I think it'd be great. She'd be like Charo. You know, I don't even know what I'd ask her. <laughs> you know, and maybe
1: towards the end of the show, we could get like Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis to reconcile
0: on air. Boy, that's going to be difficult. I know. You start practicing your voodoo incantations now, buddy.
1: You know that actually happened. I don't. They know threw if them that's... together like two cats with their tie or two cats with their tails tied together on a line on that one time. Dean Martin came out, and it was very awkward. I cannot imagine
0: that would have ended well. It
1: was, yeah. They Something really bad went wrong there, and I, to this day, don't know what it was. Do you? No. Yeah. They And they're both dead, so it's not like we're going to ever know. Yeah, they had a falling out. Yeah. Something fierce.
0: Uh, interesting.
1: Yeah. You know, have we ever, t- I think we've talked about this on the show. This is so random. I know. <laughs> I think we've talked about this on the show, but have we talked about the Jerry Lewis movie that never got released I think so. Have we talked about that on the show? The Day the Clown Cried? Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have. Oh my God, guys. This is the most horrific thing ever.
0: Where he plays the clown that entertains the little Jewish kids in the concentration camp.
1: They they made this movie.
0: Yeah. And, and then- basically Jerry Lewis watched it and he was like, this can't be released. <laughs> he vaulted it until his, his death. And Who thought you know, that whatnot. was a good idea? I mean, it could have been a very poignant story if done correctly, but it was Jerry Lewis, so it obviously was not going to (laughs) be done correctly. (laughs) But yeah, the end of this movie uh, has Jerry Lewis walking with the kids into a gas chamber, entertaining them so that they won't be scared, and then he gets trapped in the gas chamber with the kids and, and killed by the Nazis. You yeah. can find clips of this yeah, online. Yeah, if you Google uh, it really and up. watch YouTube, there's like a behind the scenes video that's on YouTube all about like the making of this and everything like that. It's really weird, guys.
1: Yeah, it's effed up. So, yeah, in every
0: direction. What was your favorite Jerry
1: Lewis movie? That one notwithstanding. I'm, can I, you name
0: one? I Was he in the road
1: movies? They did they did some road movies, yeah.
0: Wasn't he in the like the road to blah blah blah, you know, those movies? Wasn't was that them?
1: I don't even know. Or was that He was the nutty professor.
0: He was the Nutty Professor. That was he was a good the movie. original nutty professor. Yep, yeah, that was um, a good movie.
1: Well here, let's look up the filmography. Yeah, I don't
0: have my phone with me. Oh man. So yeah, yeah you'll have to look that yeah. up.
1: Nick, this sack, gets over here. He's always <laughs> picking on me about my battery, and he's like down to three percent.
0: Admittedly, I was down pretty low.
1: And he... Couldn't be bothered to get out of his chair and plug the phone in, so I had to get up and do it for him. I
0: thought you could use the exercise, Jeff. Sack of shit. You know, for the humidity, this thing has got a razor-sharp burn line.
1: It really does. Like,
0: I'm really happy with it. And it's kicking out a ton of smoke. It's smoking good. The, the pepper on it has decreased a little bit. Um, it, it's a kind of a sharp burst of pepper right in the beginning. But um, as you smoke it, it kind of calms down a little bit. It's nice. I I like this cigar. It's the H.C. Corojo Red. Red. Yeah. I really like this cigar. Yeah, it's got a lot of flavor. It really does. does. But, like, it's flavor that it's hard for me to pinpoint. Like I said, there's some pepper to it. I don't know. Okay, so we're going into it here. You ready? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He played the Sad
1: Sack in 1957. Uh it's only money in
0: sixty-two. I'm more of a Don Knotts guy than a Jerry Lewis guy. We'll
1: get to those. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk films today. Um Don't old, Give Up the Ship films. in fifty
1: nine. Way way out where he played an astronaut in nineteen sixty six, three ring circus in fifty-four, uh Hook Line and Sinker sixty-nine, Partners in fifty-six who was money did the from road home, movies. okay, so that money from home was Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, yeah, uh partners was Dean Martin and Jerry was Lewis Bob hope in the road Hook, movies? Line and sinker, yeah, he was that
0: was Bob Hope, yep, you're right, yes, that's what it was,
1: uh that's my boy, that was Dean Martin Jerry
0: Lewis, road to Shanghai and all the. And my whatnot. friend Irma yeah. goes west. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, see, I, I'm not I'm not as familiar with Jerry Lewis.
1: As he also much. did "Which Way to the Front," which I think he played a Nazi in that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, That's ironic. Scared stiff. The Big Mouth. Visit to a small planet. Sailor beware. Living it up. Three on a couch. Don't know what that is. Uh, Funny bones. When I've heard of Funny Bones. Porno stage. <laughs> nice. Oh my God. Jerry Lewis is porno cracking stage. up. My friend Irma. Um, that was also his porno ne- stage. Porno stage. Oh my God. You're <laughs> never too young. Uh, the delicate delinquent. There's a lot of stuff on here I've never heard of. God,
0: I hope that wasn't his porno stage. Um. Yeah. Right. Uh, the
1: stooge. That was Dean Martin. Jerry Lewis. I think we're bored with this now, Jeff.
0: Why? Because we're just. Oh my, God. Jerry oh my God, oh my God, oh my God,
1: oh my God, look what showed up on the filmography, right there, I the can't... black the what? black and white.
0: The... What black and white, where?
1: It's kind of a duotone, I... it doesn't have the... a date. The day the clown cried. Yeah, it's in his filmography.
0: Well yeah, because I mean, it's a movie of his.
1: Yeah, yeah, The Nutty Professor, that was actually a That's really good movie. That's probably
0: the one that I would know him best from. Yeah,
1: but... and then he did some right at the end of his career, and then I promise I'll shut up about this. The
0: Incredible Mr. Limpet by Don Knotts. He did The Method to the Madness. That was when Don Knotts was an animated fish.
1: And he did uh, Till Luck Do Us Part The Ghost of Mr.
0: Chicken. That's another good Don Knotts movie. The Ghost of Mr. Chicken. The Ghost and Mr. Chicken.
1: The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. I'm going to pull up Don
0: Knotts now. Have you not seen The Ghost and Mr. Chicken? No. Ah, see? There's your homework right there. Okay,
1: hold on. Here we go. classic Don Knotts. Okay, so The Incredible Mr. Lippet that's yes. right. That was when he was the animated fish. And the fish looks like him. That's cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the Ghosted Mr. Movie. Chicken. The Apple Dumpling Gang. Now I remember That's watching that as a kid. That's another good one, yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then,
0: wasn't there sequels like Apple Dumpling Gang Rides Again?
1: I think there was. I don't know if he was in the second one. I don't know. I'll have to look. Uh, the Reluctant Astronaut. I remember mm-hmm, that. hmm mm-hmm. uh, Let's see. Oh, The Shakiest Gun in the West. I remember that one, too.
0: <laughs> see? Don Knotts has a filmography you can remember. It
1: actually does. You're Forget right. Forget about
0: you, Jerry Lewis. Oh my God! Everybody knows him for
1: the telethons. <laughs> so who was the guy that always sang the uh, national anthem when you went to the? Uh, or no, it
0: wasn't. Uh, that was Gomer Pyle. Gomer
1: Pyle. Okay. Yeah, Gomer
0: Pyle sang the. But what's his uh, real name? It's not Gomer Pyle. Nah. Oh God, you're going to ask me that now. Oh no. Um, we always just called him Gomer Pyle. I know. Um. Yeah, he, he sang back home in Indiana when we would go to the Indy 500. And then Florence uh, Henderson would sing uh, "God Bless America." Oh, that's cool! Yeah, they were both. They they would always both. She was show from up. St. Louis, wasn't she? Uh, I don't know, but they would always both come to the Indy 500 and sing. Well, then in Gomer's later years, when he Jim Neighbors, Jim Neighbors, that's it. When he couldn't travel, that's when uh, they did like a video of him down in his home in Hawaii, Hawaii. Yeah, ironically, uh, singing back home in Indiana. They did that for a couple years and then he passed away and that was that. And then like they had like this they had a guy who was like the winner of like, I think The Voice or something like that come on. Or a contestant on The Voice come into it and the whole crowd hated it. I mean, the whole really, freak, just turned Oh god, the track hated it. It was it was dumb, it was stupid. And then they got this guy and I don't know this guy's name and he has just rocked it every year. Really? Every year since then. But you don't know his name. I don't know his name. I don't know his name. Okay. You can now, Google it, I'm sure. You can be like, who sings back home in Indiana? At the, I could, uh, but I'm not going Indy to. Indy 500 now. But, but yeah, that led me to pull I up. probably have enough charge on my phone if you want to reach over there I'm and grab not, it. You can get it. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> sack of shit.
0: Um, you need the exercise, Jeff. Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: pot calling the kettle fat. So, Jim <laughs> Neighbors was in one of my favorite movies. I think I still, despite
0: ever. the weight gain that I've had, I still think I'm probably down more than you ended up during that work, uh, fitness challenge. Hurtful. Just saying. Hurtful. Just saying. How many pounds did you lose during that? 11. Yeah, I am still down more than you. <laughs> Damn it to oh, hell. So,
1: Jim Neighbors. No, oh, you know what? I take that back. It wasn't Jim Neighbors. It was Andy Griffith. So Andy Griffith
0: didn't sing Back Home in Indiana. No,
1: no. Andy Griffith was in a movie that I think later led to Gomer Pyle uh, USMC. Mm. So he was in a movie, and it's one of my favorite movies of all time. And my dad loved it, and I used to watch it with dad. It's called uh, No Time for Sergeants.
0: Oh, you've talked about this before. It's a
1: great movie. But yeah, that's actually uh, Andy Griffith is the... uh, what was his actually? Was it Andy Griffith? Yeah, was I think he? Andy, was Andy, Griffith? Andy
0: Griffith? Was Andy Griffith?
1: Was Andy Griffith? Andy Griffith. 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 Griffith, Griffith. Yeah, it's Griffith, right?
0: <laughs> it is Griffith. Opie is not Opie.
1: No, Opie made some good
0: movies later in life. He. Pr- I wonder if Ron Howard's pissed off when people go, "Hey, Opie," I'm sure he'd kick their ass. I'd like to see Ron Howard <laughs> kick somebody's ass. Well, he'd pay someone to do it for yeah, that's him. That's exactly but... it. He'd just snap his fingers and do goons come out of the shadows and beat <laughs> the hell out of you. <laughs> or his brother. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. His brother's like, don't pick on Opie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just, and Opie's <laughs> just over there whistling the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, some, some guy's getting his skull cracked in. And he's all. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. <laughs> Oh my god. You know,
1: everybody on that show on Andy Griffith hated Aunt B. Did
0: you know that? I hated Aunt B.
1: Aunt B no, like apparently she was just a flaming bee on the show. I could and believe And everybody it. just grew to hate her. Just couldn't stand her. I could believe Her that. and Andy Griffith were in each other's throats all the time. It was bad.
0: Then kill her off. It would have been a poignant episode. Oh, oh my god, kill off Aunt B. Just saying it would have been a poignant episode. Oh, but you then, know what, Aunt? But then who's going to watch Opie while Andy's out?
1: You, you know what, taking Aunt on TV,
0: I hated, and I just to this day I cannot stand Aunt Who? Harriet on the Batman show with Adam West. What in the hell? Yeah. Now I know why I don't she remember Aunt Harriet. I know why she was there. Okay, she she lived in the house with with Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson and Alfred. She was the redhead, you know, old lady that lived with them. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. And you know why she was there? No, right? she was there because they were worried about the homoerotic overtones of having a t- uh, old man or a older man with a younger man with living his with ward a, with no like female presence whatsoever. So they put this woman in there. But the point is, well, she lame. was a horrible character. Yeah, I hated her. Oh, and it was like, how does she not understand that every time something goes wrong in Gotham, these two go running out? Yeah, I mean, they disappear into the library for hours on end, <laughs> you know? They're they're in their book club. I mean, I guess. It's like they're constantly like, Master Bruce, you have a phone call. And they go into the lobby or the, the library, answer the red phone, the red <laughs> phone that he has on his desk. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, they have the red phone on the desk. And then they disappear for God knows how long. And she's just blissfully living her life like... Well, I wonder where Bruce and Dick are now. <laughs> it's like, I heard the? that there's a new
1: Batman movie coming out.
0: Yeah, with uh, Pattinson, Robert Pattinson or Patterson or whatever. I thought uh, what's his name was going to reprise Batman. the role.
1: Um, the guy from Beetlejuice,
0: Michael Keaton. Yeah, Keaton's going to reprise there's, the role, okay, right? So there's rumors that he's going to be brought in. Now we're going to get really nerdy for a minute. Yeah. So there's a Flash movie. All right? Oh, my God. And there's rumors that he's going to be brought into the Flash movie because the Flash movie is going to deal with the DC multiverse. And basically, they're going to say how like the Michael Keaton movies are still a thing along with the Christian Bale and along with the... Ben Affleck, and I'm watching Jeff almost light his hand on fire because he's <laughs> having to relight his cigar with because of the humidity. That's so humid. And, um, you know, and whatnot. And then there's the new one that's coming out called uh, The Batman, which is the one I was thinking you were talking about with Robert Pattinson. That's going to be the vampire. But, but the long and short is um, they're going to bring back, I think they're talking about bringing back Michael Keaton, and he's going to almost be like this like kind of an older presence. I think they're trying to go for like the Nick Fury vibe. You know, where he'd be like the, the guy that's kind of behind the scenes, like, you know, while the team does, I don't know what they're doing, I'll be honest. Yeah. It's all movie gossip. So. It's DC. I'm a Marvel guy. I like DC, but I man, I'll they admit do. they have jacked up their movies something fierce. Yeah, they have. Marvel had a plan, but DC, they just are like throwing shit at the wall and they're like, that piece of corn stuck. Let's make a movie about it. <laughs> you know, it's it's random. So, Although um, I am looking forward to the new Wonder Woman movie. Well, which I Gal-Gadad. think is coming out in November now. Is so. that how you say her name? Yes,
1: oh, she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of Marvel, since you you know we kind of mentioned it there in our little crazy rant, this is going all over the rails.
0: Yeah, folks, we had no plan for no, tonight. No, fo- no plan. So what you're getting right now is kind of how our conversations <laughs> normally <belong. Like>, oh. <laughs> yeah, go. Pretty much,
1: this is like sitting in a car with us driving on a long trip. Except um. <laughs> at
0: some point Jeff would rip ass and I'd get all pissed off, and yeah. then we wouldn't talk for five minutes. And it's true. Till he rips ass again, and then I'd beat him. You know, <laughs> senseless. Happened more than once. Or he'd be like, I gotta pee. <laughs>
1: One of my favorite things to do <laughs> is to just drop a little bomb and then wait to see how long it takes Nick to realize.
0: Yes, and I've also told the story about how if anybody's ever around you and you're like, "Do you smell popcorn?" Yes. you should not inhale. Do not because, smell the
1: popcorn because
0: you know you taught me that, and I've used it. I many know. times. I mentioned it to you, and and next thing I know, he's all like, Do "You smell popcorn." I'm like, "Oh God!" You know, it's like, oh, "No, so, I don't. I smell your ass." So Marvel, we should have done the my monthly
1: ad there, but it's coming. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So Marvel. Is Spider-Man going to be part of the cinematic universe moving forward or not? Have
0: we established that yet? Yeah, they the, Sony and, Mar- and Disney have come to an agreement, at least for one more movie. Yeah. At least for one more movie. Because I've noticed on... But I know Sony's planning some things on there. Like Because that Venom movie they did, apparently did pretty well. I haven't seen it, but... It didn't um, appeal at all to me. I, I guess it admit. did pretty well. I don't know. But they're making a sequel to that, and... Uh, there's some rumors that Tom Holland, I think, is the yeah actor's name. Oh that, yeah, that he's gonna pop up maybe. in He's that actually too. pretty good. Yeah. So um, no, the reason I
1: ask is I was watching the uh, Disney the other night. I had the Disney like streaming service up online. Plus? Yeah, Plus. I you. know you had Disney Plus. Yeah. And I've My been God. rewatching, um, oh, Infinity Wars and Endgame. You know, with the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. But I was going through the movies the other day, and I noticed. The only Spider Man movies on there are the ones where he's yeah, like in I'm Captain not, America or in yeah, the. Yeah, I don't Avengers. know
0: if they have the streaming rights they for those. They don't, apparently, because yeah.
1: they're not. Now, they've got the all the different cartoon versions of it and whatnot, but no, they don't have any of the actual well, Spider Man movies. Because <coughs> I haven't seen the Spider Man. <laughs> oh, man. That was a. <laughs> retro?
0: Uh, no, inhale of uh, yeah. quite a bit of Kurobo. Anyway. Yeah. um Well, no, the whole deal is that um, back in the 90s, when Marvel was going through bankruptcy, they sold off the film rights to a ton of their characters to raise money. And that's when Sony got the rights to Spider-Man. And then they finally did something. And basically, they've held on to that golden goose like crazy. Would you Um, give it up? No. I mean, Fox... That's why... You know, Fox had X-Men and the Fantastic Four. And... um, that's why they banged out that really crappy Fantastic Four movie in, like, what was that, 2014 or 15, um, because they wanted to uh, retain the rights. and Oh, and they had to put one out to keep They okay. had to put it out, you know, to keep it. And so it was one of those things. But then, um, obviously, Fox getting bought by Disney kind of negated all that. So yeah. at this point, as far as I'm aware, I think Spider-Man is with Sony, and there's a distribution deal for the Hulk at Universal. I think Universal I don't think Universal can like go out and make a Hulk movie, but I think they have a distribution deal related to any Hulk movies, which is why the Hulk pro- uh, featured so prominently in uh Thor Ragnarok because Disney couldn't make a, a Hulk movie without having to give some of the money to um Universal. But they can throw the Hulk into ah, another movie so they, and do a, they whole, a so they workaround. found a loophole yep. basically. So that's why they got that. So, but yeah, the reason I brought up Spider-Man, and I don't know if that's still the case anyway because I know they've got that She Hulk show that they're talking about bringing to Disney Plus at some point. So, oh, so that's going to be a TV show, not a. Uh, not dude, a they're movie. doing a bunch of shows on Disney Plus, but they're doing they're throwing so much money at it. It's basically like a six or eight hour movie. Mm, like they're doing like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh really? That where it picks up after the end of Endgame, yeah, and goes on with them, and that's going to be I think like six episodes, but I think that's like twelve million dollars. So it'll be like it'll, be like it'll be like oh, Bucky. I mean, he's yeah, gonna... Bucky and Falcon. Yeah, yeah. It'll be them going off and getting into adventures and stuff like that together. Fair enough. But I thought Rocket bought his arm. He was well, trying really hard. Yeah, he's trying uh, really hard. I don't War, know. but but, yeah. but no, they're they're going off and doing their own thing. Um, in this show, and uh, the, but the, but Disney's throwing tons of money at it because Marvel, they're like basically saying these shows are relevant within the the cinematic like universe and whatnot. So, I think aspects of these shows are going to pop up in the movies. So you kind of it it's all a whole thing to get you to buy Disney Plus. Yeah, but it worked for me. Yeah, true. Now, granted, and COVID shut everything down, so. I don't have my shows yet, damn it. <laughs> They're coming. They're coming. I know, I know. So well what are you getting on your stick? You know, I I'm still getting some pepper. It's not, like I said, as harsh as in well, and harsh is a bad word. It's not as prevalent yeah. as in the beginning of the cigar. Um
1: Honestly it's not a harsh though. Cigar.
0: It's dude, very it's tasty. It's a really good cigar. It's yeah. the it's the H C Corojo Red and it, I mean, it's got a great draw. Like I said, my burn line, for a night that's 100% humidity, I'm not having to relight it. I had to once, but I was talking a yeah, lot. Yeah, so. and I, I'm not having to relight it. The burn line on this is super tight. It's kicking off a lot of smoke. It's got good flavor. Um, you know, look, I mean, is it like, you know, top of the line? Oh, my God, I've never had a better cigar. No, no. But at the end of the day, it's a really solid good stick, and I would totally smoke more of these. Oh, definitely. Now, you're not big into the 60 ring gauge. Is that causing you an issue?
1: No, I'm I'm working past it. But, yeah, it's not, I mean, you know, this, this wouldn't be a cigar that I would necessarily go in and pick up, um, you know, just because it's a little darker. It's not. It's not that was a
0: retro. Oh, yeah. my God.
1: It's still coming out of your nose.
0: <coughs> oh, my God. <coughs> oh my God!
1: There's smoke coming out of every orifice the on you right now. Pepper has
0: definitely picked up on the retro. Ah, <laughs> um, <laughs> Nick's crying. Oh my God! Yeah, the halfway retro. Give that a halfway retro. Whoa. Oh, whoa! Ow! Ow! It hurts to breathe. Okay, I didn't <laughs> cough, but that hurt. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. that
1: watered the eyes.
0: That's. uh... <laughs> oh, there's man. Some def- Definitive Corojo spice and pepper on that retro. Yeah,
1: that is not for the faint of no, heart. No,
0: that is not. But, man, it's it's a solid good stick.
1: Yeah, oh. that cigar knows somebody. Yeah. Wow. Man alive. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, now that we've sufficiently nerded out about movies and Don Knotts and whoever else. like
1: I love Don Knotts. He was really... I'll tell you what. He was really good in Three's Company. After the Ropers <laughs> left...
0: Oh my God. Did you ever watch Three's Company? Every once in a while, I John Ritter TV was Land. great. I'll in that. tell you, I, I you know, you're you're. I watched it on like TV Land back when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you want to know what show I watched the hell out of on TV Land? Okay, Get Smart. Oh, oh the classic! My God, I yes. love Get Smart with Don Adams. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Agent ninety nine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Barbara Feldon. Yeah, you oh, got that right. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, the- I'll take her in the cone of silence if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. Uh, and then Jaime. I don't want to get her Jaime in the cone of silence. Oh my god. The- no Jaime. <laughs> <laughs> the robot. The robot. Yeah. You know which one episode of- with Jaime I loved more than all of them? What it was is the that? one when he competed in the Olympics. Okay. Remember You're that one? Have, no, I don't. Oh, it was great. It was something that there, the chaos, the, the evil organization was doing something to try and hurt the Olympics. And so they got Jaime involved in the Olympics. And so he's out there in his suit doing the like pole vault and running and everything like that. And because he's a robot, he's just infinitely better than everybody <laughs> else. And so like, yeah, Jaime the robots out there in his, in his full spy suit and everything doing the pole vault. And oh, it was great. I loved it so much. Yeah, that fu- that that, I, you know. And the thing about that show, man, you, it's it's got so much subtle humor. Oh yeah. But I mean, it was a um, Mel Brooks. Was it? Yeah, Mel Brooks did that show. I did not know that. Yes. So that's where that comes from. I mean, that's a Mel Brooks show, right there. I had man. no idea. Yeah. Everybody talks about Mel Brooks movies. Give me Get Smart, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and did you did you watch the movie the remake? No,
0: with Steve Carell. You didn't watch that? I didn't watch it. Nick, you should. No. You know what? I've I, I dude Don Knotts No not Don Knotts. Don uh uh Don Adams. Yeah, Don was, Adams uh, was aging eighty six, man. I it, <sighs> yeah, I didn't watch it.
1: You you've gotta watch it. It pays a lot it also of also had
0: what's her face in it. Um was it Anne Hathaway? Yeah, Anne Wouldn't Hathaway. Wasn't she 99? Yep. Eh, I'm not interested
1: in that. Dude, it's really good. The Rock's in it. car.
0: Okay. Yeah. It, okay. I like The Rock in some stuff. Moana, he was great in Moana. Well, yeah, because he's a cartoon. Yeah, but dude, he was... I mean, there was a lot of, like, for a voice acting gig... Oh, no, he did a he great did job. He did really good that You know movie. what else he's and really his, good in? In his, you know, song... The one about, you know, like, uh, what is it, You're Welcome or whatever? Yeah. Dude, that was stuck in my head for days. I mean, that's a quality movie right there. You know what else he was good in? What? The Jumanji remakes. You know, I didn't see those. We've talked about them before. You need to. I wanted to see Hobbs and Shaw, but I didn't want to pay movie theater I had zero interest
1: it. in that. I have no, I've never watched a Fast and Furious I've movie. I've seen
0: the first one. I didn't care about the Fast and Furious ones, but I, for some reason, was fascinated enough with Hobbs and Shaw that I wanted to see that but again i didn't want to pay movie theater prices for it and then um i think covid hit yeah right around then i heard somewhere that if if uh that if uh if movies don't come back this year yeah and they have to look at box office ticket receipts to determine what the highest grossing movie for 2020 is. Hobson Shaw would be the highest grossing movie for 2020. This the last one to come out, I guess. And think about it. Like, um, you know, when you're getting to awards season and they're having to mm-hmm. consider what came out in 2020, I mean, best picture, Hobson Shaw, The Invisible Man, you know, I mean, it's going to be like jack and crap to yeah. consider for awards.
1: I hadn't thought about that.
0: Yeah. I honestly, COVID's going to kill the movie. Now, theaters.
1: hold on. Does the Oscars allow like Netflix and HBO and them into it now, or is it only thea- theatrical releases? You know,
0: no. I'm so thinking
1: they, they did allow. No, that.
0: no, 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 no. no? Okay. The Oscars will only allow if it plays in theaters, okay? So I that's if that why changes this that's year. That's why remember The Irishman, mm-hmm. they had to do that limited release in the movie theater for like to a, get it for true. like 2 yep. weeks before they released it on on Netflix. That 2 week window or however long it was, that was to allow The Irishman to be considered for an Oscar.
1: Well, and you could make that argument with one of our favorite movies, spotlight that won the Academy Award. It wasn't really out that year, it, no, in selected theaters, they
0: dropped it yep. really limited just in time so it would be considered, yep. and then they did the, the <clears throat> bigger release yep. afterwards, which was technically after the uh, the cutoff date for that year's consideration. But it
1: was golden because that's when everybody was seeing it is when the voting was happening. Precise, so like, it they they timed that out really well. Yeah, and that yeah. was a great movie too. Oh, I know. You know, with us being journalists, I mean, we're all in for the journalism movies, so. And that one yeah, was definitely that inspiring. Makes us look good, yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of good with what we do. I don't want
0: to get into journalism, dude. Oh,
1: well, we're there. Eh, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> oh <sighs> my god! I'll tell you what, though it's it's nice just sitting out here and smoking and talking with you. It's like I said uh, on on our last episode. We'd taken kind of a hiatus for a couple of weeks. because Not really that long. You make it sound like it was really long. It actually wasn't we, that we did We did 307 marathon. episodes in like four days. It
0: was a lot in a couple days. It yes. was.
1: Maybe not quite that many. I, I might exaggerate. It was a lot it in was. a couple days. Yeah, And we were so tired of each other. Uh, <laughs> we were just like, I mean, it was just, we were powder kegs waiting for a spark. And it was like, yeah, we probably need some time apart.
0: Yeah, this has just been a really rough month.
1: It has. Well, and you've had some things going on at work that you're dealing with, you know, and I know you don't want to talk about COVID, but, you know, it's it's changing
0: the business climate for everybody. It is. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, I was over at the lounge earlier today and I was talking with a friend over there and, you know, he owns a a company and he was telling me that um, unless something horribly or or wonderfully drastic happens in the next, like, week, he's probably going to have to shut his Mm -hmm. business down. You know, that's just the reality. It's rough out there for small businesses. Yeah, we don't. Like I said, I I want to keep it. I I don't want to bring everybody down. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here. Yeah, but
1: go out and support your local guys because they may not be there much longer if you don't. So I know it's all depressing, but it is. Hell COVID's been this has been a brutal year, dude. I know. You know, and it's just one of those things where one of the things that I've heard repeatedly from folks about our show is they love the fact that we're giving them some entertainment. And, you know, they sit back, they laugh at our dumb stories that we tell. And the fact that we're able to bring, you know, a little bit of light and a little bit of humor into the world right now, even if it's just about cigars and, you know, our goofy asses, you know, I, I'm, I'm really happy with that. Why I don't want to talk about COVID. Well, I get that.
0: Yeah. I know. So,
1: But it's it's taken all the air out of the room.
0: Not all of it. There's still plenty of stupid crap going on that we can touch on that we don't need to touch on that. But it's all interrelated. Mm. Name
1: one thing right now in the news cycle that doesn't have something to do with
0: COVID. (laughs) Um, The comet. The comet. Okay, we'll talk about the comet. You know, that's not connected. And and that's kind of cool. I know a lot of people that have been actually watching for that comet. My dad sent me some pictures that he took from his backyard. Well, uh, um, Kristen...
1: Uh, and I took Addie out to the farm uh, this past Saturday to see the comet. And my cousins came up with their daughter, McKenzie. And Addie and McKenzie, you know, were are same age. And they play together and do stuff, you know, hang out a lot and sleep over and whatnot. And so we all set up out at Pyramid Park and set up a telescope. And, you know, we had a hard time zooming in with the telescope on it. But you could see it with the naked eye. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it was really cool. And oh. we had to get away from St. Louis a little bit because there's so much light, yeah, and it's in the light. Northwest, so St. Louis kind of blocks us out. You know, we're, we're all here in the Metro East, yeah. but yeah, we got down out in the country and really had a good time. It yeah. was a lot of fun. We also got to see the International Space Station fly over. That's pretty cool. It was really neat. And, uh, you know, it, it was visible for seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it was really neat. And the thing... Like, we were actually able – it's hard to get a 10-year-old to pay attention to anything. But she had watched the launch and the dock and when they all got – you know, so she was home, you know, oh, yeah, because yeah. of COVID. She was home because of all that. And so we – you know, I'm like, Addie, I said, you see that thing right there? That's what they flew up to. And then she was into it because she, she'd seen the astronauts yeah. take off and, you know, then get into the into the International Space Station. But, like, you know, I'm thinking as ten, at 10 years old, how do you fathom – that those are people in that thing flying around the world. You know what I mean?
0: It's Dude, just so I'm cool. at 38 years old and it's hard to fathom that there's people however many thousand miles up orbiting the planet. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it's it's crazy to think about. You cool, really, but crazy. Do you really think we landed on the moon? Yes. Okay. I have no reason to suspect otherwise. Okay. You're going to sit there and tell me that it was all on a sound stage and everything. Did aren't
1: you ever you? watch Capricorn 1? No, I'm just saying. No, I
0: did not watch Capricorn 1. <laughs> O.J. Simpson. Oh my god. What? <laughs> O.J.
1: Simpson is in Capricorn I 1. Didn't, I didn't know that, but anyway. Okay, it's about a it's about a uh, us going to Mars. And they fake the whole thing. It's all on a sound stage out in Nevada. I did watch or Wag wherever. the Dog. Wag the dog's actually pretty good too. It's a good but, movie. Yeah, so they're all in the soundstage. Well, the problem is, the three astronauts realize um, they find out the secret plan because they're afraid that when NASA is afraid that when they come back that they'll they'll break and tell people that it was all faked. Yeah, because they didn't know it was going to be fake. They were ready to take off, and they somebody knocks on the window of the space capsule and says, just motions at him to come here. They take him off. They launch the rocket. And then they do all this stuff on the soundstage. Yeah. So the three astronauts realize um, they're not going to let us come back. We're going to die on reentry. And they realize that NASA is just going to kill them. So they take off and they fly out of the, the thing and um, they crash land and then they all decide to go in a different direction because, you know, that way they if they stay together, they'll catch them. But if they break up, at least one of them can, you know, get back and the whole movie is about NASA hunting them down out with the black helicopters in the desert. It's really cool. I like NASA. Yeah, NASA's the bad guy in this.
0: Well, I don't know. If well, I, I mean, technically watch it, the
1: then. government, but you know,
0: I don't know if I want to watch
1: it then. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's you know, like I said, just look, look at the moon, look at the moon shots. You know, the pictures and look at the shadows and whatnot. Just saying.
0: Why you gotta ruin <laughs> things, Jeff? Why you gotta ruin things? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I watched Space Force on Netflix, and oh my god, by and so large, beautiful. by and large, that show is nee, it's all right. It's not as it's not it's not blow your skirt up like nah, the office. It's not the best, but I will say there was one part in the whole series that I did actually find myself giggling out loud at. It was, it's been out long enough. If was, you haven't seen it. Pot this down right now for a minute. It was when the Chinese scientists got their little rover and ran over our flag on the moon <laughs> as a way to like what? you know to like get back at us for for landing our our capsule in their little area. And they
1: stole our monkey after it. Yeah, ate they the stole dog. our
0: monkey. But 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 I when dude when they like when you see this little static image of our flag and this rover just slowly coming up <laughs> and running over it and then backing up and backing over it and everything, I was just like. It was the funniest, and Steve Carell's just standing there fuming. (laughs) It was so funny. (laughs) I mean, it was great, dude. Okay, and I think it's
1: been out out long enough. I'm still talking about this if you tune back in, tune back out for a second, if you haven't seen it. So why in the hell is Steve Carell's wife in prison? I have no idea. Why is Phoebe in prison? That's all I want to know.
0: Well, that's why I... Here's the thing. As much as that show... It was a right. It wasn't the best show I've ever seen. But I want a second season in the worst possible want some way. I want some closure. Yeah. Because the way that ended, dude, like Air Force came in and took over Space Force. Steve Carell is a fugitive because he has his wife in a helicopter. Yeah. You know, he, he, yeah, I mean, just like there's all kinds of wackiness to it. And then, oh, yeah, there's all the astronauts that are trapped on the moon with, uh, with no home, basically, because the Chinese people like destroyed their pod, well, we and then destroyed and then their we pod. destroyed their yeah. pod in the same time. So like all these astronauts are like gonna die on the moon. So and like, how, how I did, really want to know what happens. How in that did no show. one figure out when they crossed each other on the they face waved of the moon? At each yeah, other. They that's waved. what's so messed up is they waved at each <laughs> and other then and effed like, up, up each other's houses. They both yeah. effed up each other's houses, and now they're trapped. Yeah, I know <laughs> that was kind of funny actually. Yeah, was that was, really was. kind of funny. But but for the most part, I mean, yeah, that show was kind of slow to get going, I think, and yeah. And Steve Crow was not he was definitely not Michael Scott. He was not his like goofy kind of Michael Scott. He no. was very straight leg. Like, but he, you know, he's playing Air Force um name, that, you know. Name channel. one character in it you didn't like. That I didn't like? Fuck Tony. See, here's the problem. I've watched Parks and Rec. Yes. And I liked that guy, and I don't know the actor's name. Um, I liked him in Parks and Rec for what he was. Yeah. The same thing here. Yes. I liked him for what he was, you know? The first time, the first episode that he's in, which I guess was the first episode, I didn't like him in that one. But, like, later, he grew. He grew he on He you? definitely okay. grew on me. Like, dude, when he was doing the, like, focus group with the people, and they're like, what would you do if the Chinese attacked us on the moon? And it's like him and John Malkovich sitting there in their focus group. <laughs> Malkovich is great That was this. funny, dude. Yeah. And like and then Malkovich at one point was going to like light himself on fire like the monk and he's like egging <laughs> him on like here you go man here's the gas and everything. I mean fuck Tony was pretty good in that. Oh my right? god. So no, I truth be told, the only character in that show that I probably disliked and and I didn't really dislike her, I just was kind of like ambivalent to her was the daughter. Oh, okay. I get that. She was kind of like meh. yeah. But everybody, I I actually like the show. Like, I mean, the characters. You gotta in it were admit. Pretty good. You
1: gotta admit, the joint chiefs of staff. That mm-hmm. That is comedy gold sitting at that table. Mm, I know. Uh, Putty from yeah. Seinfeld
0: was sitting there. <laughs> he was what? Marines.
1: Was he Marine or Army? I can't remember. I think he was a Marine. <sighs> he was
0: Marine. Somebody else was Army. And then how they're always constantly ragging on the Coast Guard guy. Exactly. <laughs> They were. He was like, "Hey, I'm not the I'm not the bitch of the Joint Chiefs." They're like, "Yeah, you are. <laughs> you still are. Yeah, yeah. You are. <laughs> After Space Force <laughs> came in, oh my god, yeah, that was funny. It had its moments. I kind of want to go back and rewatch like it again. I, exactly. It I think I pick up its, a lot more. It had its moments. Yeah. It was. There's enough there that I can safely say that if they had another season to really flesh out and play a little bit more, I think they could. I think they could take that. And make it an enjoyable show. Um, But realistically, when you look at The Office, the first season was not their best effort.
1: Well, and if you watch the first season... definitely
0: Parks and Rec.
1: Well, yeah. If you watch the first season of The Office and you watch the subsequent seasons, characters changed
0: a lot. Well, it's because the first season of The Office, they were emulating the British version. Yes. And what they found was that certain things that worked with the British version didn't quite work hundred percent with the American audience, and so they kind of altered and changed things up a little bit, yeah, Which, and also they figured out what they had to play with. I mean, who knew that Creed Bratton was going to be like such an amazing character you know when its playing started himself off, uh, playing yeah, and then like later he becomes like so awesome, and everybody loves him so yep. I mean you know it's one of those things that you don't really when you're first going you don't really know exactly what you've got until later and then you figure it out and you're like okay now we can play with this well now and i think that's going to be the same case with space force if it's allowed to continue on
1: i think it will i hope so i'd be surprised if it doesn't get
0: another season netflix is really weird about or a wrap stuff, though
1: well who who was it that had uh, it wasn't netflix who had boss
0: uh, that was like stars, I think. Yeah,
1: that sucks, by the way, because they had, did they do two oh, or three seasons they of They did Boss?
0: two, and it should have at least had a movie to clear, yes. to conclude it. Because everybody was left hanging on Oh that. my God. And that,
1: if you guys have not watched Boss.
0: At the very least, watch the first season.
1: Yeah. Kelsey Grammer Kelsey is Kelsey Grammer phenomenal. plays the
0: mayor of New York.
1: No. Or, um, Chicago. Chicago, Chicago yeah.
0: Mayor of Chicago. And, um... It's like House of Cards-ish kind of political intrigue and stuff like that. I'd and say it's as good as House of Cards. The first season is solid. Yes. The second season kind of drug a little bit for me, so I understand There was a maybe, lot
1: of building and, and a yeah, lot of things
0: happening too quickly in the second season. And I almost wonder if maybe that's what kind of killed the show, it was the second season. But they really needed, like, if they were going to... They needed a wrap They up. needed a wrap-up, because it ended like... Total cliffhanger. I yeah. mean, like, it, it needs a wrap-up.
1: Yeah. it re- To this day, it needs a wrap-up. But
0: but Kelsey Grammer, I mean, he he's was phenomenal good in that show, man. Yeah.
1: He's a badass yeah. in that show. Mel, I'll tell you, you know who I miss off that show? Hmm. Kitty.
0: I knew you were going to say Kitty. Oh, my
1: God. I loved Kitty. You miss Kitty because she got topless. Oh, Kitty was topless <laughs> a lot. And it was... I mean...
0: Uh, God. It was
1: all about the art. It wasn't gratuitous. Oh no, no, not at all. No. Getting effed in the hallway of City Hall. Oh my God! <laughs> 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 no, if you like political, like intrigue and behind the scenes kind of stuff, it it was up there with House of it Cards. It was good.
0: It was really good. Yeah, and it's actually, a shame. that's that's how I discovered it. Is I got really into House of Cards, but you know. It, with, with back when House of Cards was good, yeah, that, you know, yeah, that last I'd, season, I marathon a freaking season of that in two days, and then I'm sitting there just all amped up, and I'm just like, I need something else. That's how I ended up watching the British version of House of Cards. I've never then, seen that. I have. Ooh, I need. I forgot all about that. I need to circle back. It's different. Okay. Um, you definitely get an idea of some of the story beats that they that they. Lifted and used for the American version, mm-hmm. um, but whereas the British version came to a definitive conclusion, the American version—I don't know if it was just too popular and too much of a money machine, so they kept it going. It went past the point that the British version caught to, yeah. and concluded at. Well, and then and Spacey think, got in trouble, and I and think and... that was to the detriment of the show. Yeah, I think if they would have, I think if they would have ended. The American version, as they ended the British version, I think it would have been phenomenal. So
1: you're saying when he became president, and he bangs his ring on the desk on the on the Lincoln desk or whatever, that's sh- that's where it should have ended, or no, past that? No, no. okay.
0: For <clears throat> all right, more the spoiler, resolute desk. More, sorry. more spoilers here, but you know what? Well, if they haven't seen it by now, say, it's been out for whatever. years. Whatever. So the British version ends. With that's on the, you guys. With the Frank Underwood character. He he is prime minister. And he runs for re-election to prime minister, and it's a very contentious election and whatnot. And he ends up winning the election, and and he realizes this is it. I've hit the pinnacle. I can't go any higher. I I'm 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 peaked. Yeah, you know whatever. And so he's getting ready to do his um, uh, speech. I'm wanting to say it's a speech. It's a speech. I, I think it might be when he's getting ready to be. I don't know. The, he's getting ready to do a speech. Yeah. And next thing you know, shot rings out and he's assassinated. And what you find out is that it's his, it's his bodyguard guy that killed him from like way up, sniped him, and his wife set it up. And the reason his wife set it up is he had peaked in his career, and the only way to cement his legacy was for him to die in office like that. And then so at a that, Lincoln
1: or a Kennedy kind precisely. of thing.
0: Precisely. Okay. And so then at that point, you know, that was his legacy was that he was this great leader and blah, 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 and all this. And then he was killed. And I think if House of Cards, the American version, would have had him go through the presidential election, win the election by whatever margin they want to have him win at. And at that point, he actually is the president. He's achieved it and everything. And if they would have had the Robin Wright character, maybe use uh, the Secret Service guy that they were yeah. all close with to assassinate him so that she could have you know, cemented the legacy, I think that would have been a much better ending. But instead, they went off in this whole giant thing with him being president and her and the marital problems and blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know. You know, Kevin Spacey gets in trouble, so they have to write him out of the show, is dead, and then she comes in as president, and it's just... And I didn't even watch the last season. It was brutal. I watched one episode of the last season, and I stopped. And And I
1: have loved Robin Wright. Is she still Penn or just Robin Wright now? Whatever. Whatever. I've loved her ever since The Princess Bride.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I think she's a great actress, but that last season just jumped the shark. Yeah.
0: it, It was brutal. It shouldn't have happened. They honestly should have said... Spacey's in trouble. Let's just end it. Let's mm-hmm. just end it and be done with it. But, again, the money machine. And you know what? Maybe for fans, they wanted some conclusion. But, ultimately, it it just it was done. And, I mean, it. they
1: had a great cast. Like, Greg Kinnear came on board in the last season and all these people. Yeah. But it didn't gel. Nah, it, it did not it just, work. Well, you haven't even seen the whole I thing, have you? I haven't watched the
0: whole thing, no? Like yeah. I said, I watched the first episode of it. And you know what? At some point, just for the conclusion of it, I'll go back and probably finish watch it, it and finish it out. But for right now, I just don't care. There's enough other things for me to watch. So you that know I just what don't care. actress
1: came out of that that I've been a fan of ever since?
0: Oh, the journalist chick. Kate Mara. Ugh, she bothers me. Really? I don't like her. Why? I just don't like her.
1: Oh, I, I think she's a good actress. She was in
0: that horrible Fantastic Four movie I was oh, referencing earlier. Oh, she was too. Yeah. yeah, that's right. She was a no, she dead is, fish but in that movie. She's a good too. actress.
1: And her sister. Her sister. Um, I can't even think of Rooney, Rooney Mara. I don't know. Uh, She played uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. See, I didn't watch that either. You haven't seen that? Nah. Dude, it's good. I don't care about that either. No, it's really good. You need to watch that. No, whatever. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't watched The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I didn't care. Now, they made a sequel, and they used a different person.
0: Well, and that's exactly it. It should have, I mean, it's what, Three books? Yeah, I think it's three books. They should have just. They should. I don't think they've done the third one yet. Banged out all three movies with the same cast, but you know, I don't think they've managed to do that. So no. I'm not,
1: not interested. Watch "Girl with Dragon Tattoo." You'll you'll be impressed. It was a good. It's not easy to watch by any means, but it was a good movie.
0: See, that's the thing. I don't. I, I don't know. Too heavy. Yeah, you know what? These days, I'm just if I'm going to sit and I'm going to watch entertainment, it's going to be something that. It's going to be something that I want to be entertained by. It's not going to be something that I want to, like, you know, have to get into deep thought or, or at the same time, like something that's depressing or whatever else. I just, I don't know. I'm you not Watching The that. Sopranos. The Sopranos is fantastic. <laughs> I've never seen it. There is so much dark humor in that show. It's I've amazing. never seen an episode. It's entertaining. It's got a lot of dark humor to it. Um,. I mean, dude, it's and, and it's compelling. The Sopranos is, an, uh, is classic television, dude. Really? You know what else I didn't get into? The Sopranos, you can make the argument, was probably one of the first, if not the first show, that showcased that television can be a medium that is comparable to film. Because before for film actors and everything they didn't want to do tv shows because that was beneath them yeah but then comes along the sopranos comes along a couple other shows um that that showcase that tv could be something really good and now look at it now you've got film actors who are like leaving movies to go and do like tv shows well because it's a it's a steady paycheck It's not just a steady paycheck. It's just as good of work, if you're looking at it from the artistic side, it's just as good of work as as some of the movies. But
1: in the old days, one of the reasons, well, one thing is they were all under contract with their, Uh. uh, you know, whatever company they were with. And they they couldn't go do other things because they were contracted with whatever, you know, film company they were with. But the other thing is they didn't want to risk overexposure. Yeah. They were afraid that if they were on TV then people wouldn't go back to watch them in movies and that they would kill their movie career with a television career.
0: Maybe so, but, you know, I'm telling you, man, The Sopranos, classic TV. Well, so what's so good about it? Cuz
1: uh, You know what? Do your
0: elevator just... pitch right here
1: on why I should watch it because I've never seen it. It is
0: a family drama. Both in terms of the work as well as the actual family unit. There's, like I said, just some really great dark comedy to it. Um, It's a good, compelling mob story. See, and I'm not big into mob stuff. Oh, dude, trust me. This is good stuff. It's good stuff. I mean, it's entertaining. It's really, really entertaining. I know Kristen has started watching it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why haven't you? I just... I don't know. I'll. I promise you. I'll, I'll make you a deal. You watch Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, oh and I'll God. watch The Sopranos. And that's a much bigger time commitment on my part.
0: Significantly bigger time commitment yeah. on your part. So, well, we got a deal. All right, we okay. can do it. We'll. We'll. Circle but I want back. verification that you're watching it.
1: Okay, we'll circle back and give our reviews. Okay.
0: What's it even on? Is it? What's it streaming on? Uh, it's HBO. So whatever I've been watching it on HBO Max, but. I don't know if you have HBO through... uh...
1: I do, through the uh, Roku. Okay,
0: then yeah, you should be able to watch it on that.
1: Yeah, we gave up cable quite a while back. Well, so have I, but... It got so damn
0: expensive. I'm not going to lie, all these damn streaming services are starting to Mm -hmm. add up, you know... It's really funny. Everybody was like, oh, we'll do it all a court But the problem is, you know, what you want to watch over here is over here. What you want to watch over there is over there. And it's just like before and long, you're subscribed you're racking up to back up. $60 a month in, in streaming yeah. services. You know? Now, the new Peacock, I think, is going to be free. Did you know that? Yeah, but it's limited. The new The original stuff, I don't think you get on the free. I think you can pay, like, however much a month and it'll include ads and then you can pay like $15 a month and it'll be everything with no ads. Well, there's supposed to be a uh, kind of a reunion,
1: kind of a Zoom show and some other shows have done this too, but they're supposed to be doing that with uh, 30 Rockefeller or 30 Rock or whatever it was. Oh yeah, yeah. And a lot of the NBC affiliates aren't going to carry it. Because they're mad that.
0: Yeah, they're mad because of the peacock screen. Yeah, it's only there
1: to promote the peacock. Yeah. And they're like, We're not getting anything off of that. Why are we gonna give you free advertising? So they're not even gonna air that thirty rock episode.
0: I never watched Thirty Rock.
1: Thirty Rock was good.
0: I never watched it. It had its
1: moments. Liz Lemon.
0: Yeah, I never watched it.
1: Are you not a big fan? Not really. Yeah. It was good.
0: They, her and Alec Baldwin, I'm just saying, just, there was a lot to that show Alec that I Alec Baldwin just is
1: kind of a doucher. There wasn't, in, you know, there, but, there, like
0: I said, there wasn't a lot to that show that I really cared about.
1: But the comedy's good in it. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, Tina Fey's good. I, I'm i sorry, Tina Fey's funny.
0: Okay.
1: And, and you may not like her, but I do.
0: Okay.
1: And and I'll tell you, Um, oh my God, I just locked up on his name. The guy that had the car wreck that got hurt real bad. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, um Tracy. Tracy uh, Morgan. Yeah, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tracy Morgan is funny in this.
0: Well, I like Tracy Morgan, you but, would but love, did I just yeah, I don't
1: know. You would love Tracy Morgan's character this thing. <sighs> he he just does such a good job.
0: So, um how far along on the stick are you? <laughs> uh final third. I was gonna say I'm definitely into it's getting the peppery. Final third. It's the H C Corojo Red and yeah, it's <laughs> definitely getting peppery on the uh on the draw on the on the final third here. Um, yeah, most definitely. definitely picking back up. There was that punch of pepper in the beginning of the cigar kind of eased it up off, yeah. eased up throughout most of it. But yeah, as I'm in the final third here, that, that pepper, uh, taste is definitely ratcheting back up.
1: I'm going to try a retro.
0: Oh God. I'm not final third. You're I'm not, not. going to do another one. Dude. I did that one at the halfway point and that about killed me. So I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm good. <laughs> oh, there. Yep. Nope. There it was definitely not. I, I will say it's funny with you and I both smoking two six by sixties here. The amount of cloud on the deck here is... yeah, it's is hanging heavy in the hundred degree ab- humidity. Yeah, the humidity is holding onto the smoke pretty. Well, and you turned the fan off too, so well, that's true. I did. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right. It's yeah. There's a there. We've created our own little, uh, you know, kind of. Uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't
0: micro know. micro uh, climate here on the yeah. deck with this cloud.
1: Oh, God. Oh,
0: Lordy. Well, this cigar comes to us from the July My Monthly Cigars box. You can get My Monthly Cigars by going to MyMonthlyCigars.com. It's a premium cigar subscription service where you can get boxes of cigars sent to your door every month. We every get, month. Every month. They have a variety of size options. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They also have the Presidente box, which is eight cigars for fifty dollars. It's two of everything that's in the Robusto box. You can hoard them, and yes, you can hoard them or share them with Um, friends. And both the Robusto and El Presidente box come with the uh, MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. Um, This month, I think we did the math. It's like what forty four dollars something like that, yeah, forty four bucks you know, in the Robusto box, so you're saving $14 by doing that. But if you uh, amp up to the uh, Presidente box... Then now you're saving, what, $38 by yep. doing that. Um, and it's
1: a great way to try different cigars. That that you, that, Let's be honest, most of the cigars that we're getting,
0: I can't get it I have at the local never, shops. I've never seen the HC Corojo Red. No. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I like it a lot, and mm-hmm. I would totally smoke this again. I could and see how um, this would
1: be a favorite cigar of yours. I like this. This yeah. is
0: good. Yeah. When you sign up for my monthly cigars, uh, make sure you use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, that gets you free shipping on the first box of your subscription, or it gets you 20% off any of the items in their online store because they have an online store where you can buy a variety of different cigars as well as accessories and other stuff. And whatnot. And whatnot.
1: And and, they- and we uh, just had our big giveaway with them. Yep. so And they were giving away some Martinez cigars, and it was really nice. We still haven't said the winner on the air.
0: No. You're not going to, are you? Nope. Winners reached out to me already. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we're good.
1: Well, good deal. But,
0: but they listened to the good cigar because that's where we announced the winner of our yep. ep- our contest.
1: That was a good episode. I listened to that. You were you. You guys had a lot of fun on there.
0: I did. Yep. I like Al and Melissa. They're, yeah, they're, they're good nice people.
1: people so. yeah.
0: But anyway, so yeah, make sure you sign up for my monthly cigars. And I think they have their uh, giveaway. Is it going
1: on currently or did it end today?
0: Uh, it will end on Sunday, I believe. Actually, okay. So, so people yeah, still have time to go over. Say and go up over for that. to go over to the Good Cigar on Instagram and check out their contest uh, that they're running, and make sure you enter into that, and you can uh, win some fabulous prizes.
1: Absolutely, definitely. The one prize that we have that we still have yet to make is our photo.
0: We have mm. to get our eight by ten to sign. We do. Yeah. Yeah. We have some ideas. Cuz I placed the order for the hats. So, we're good there. But the uh the 8x10, yeah, we need to figure out the uh we need to figure out our photo shoot. I have an idea. Oh god. That scares me. Uh, yeah, I'll talk to you about it all I'm fair. not getting naked, Jeff. <laughs> I will. I know you I, will. I got no problem with I'm that. I'm not getting naked or I'm not being around you when you're naked and I'm not getting <laughs> naked. So, just putting that out there. It should
1: just be a picture of you, like dressed up, suit and tie, and me standing over your shoulder,
0: just naked. No, I don't want you behind <laughs> me, naked. New, 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 new. Oh Lord, that is The rumors get started. Not gonna happen.
1: Oh my God. Anyway. So how do folks reach out to us on the socials?
0: We're on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. It's my page. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. And folks, do remember, we not only need your questions for Ask the Boys, but we also need your questions for Jeff's, Jeff's ex-wife, Kristen. Ask the ex. At the Cigar Pulpit hotline. So that's area code 863 863- Eight seven four zero 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 zero. This is not going to be good for me. Yeah, we have asked the boys and asked the X. So this is not going to be good for me at make all. Make sure you get those questions into us. We're looking for 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 both.
1: Nothing good is coming from this. No, this is going to
0: end very poorly. Yeah, this for is going to be bad. But it's going to be great for me. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners are going to enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I am going to be over here sweating bullets. Oh, dude, because there's so much that could come out. Because realistically, (laughs) there's like very few people on this earth that know you as well as she does. I would venture to say there's probably,
1: she may be the only one that knows me as well as she does. Hence why she divorced me. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say... Oh my gosh. Oh lord this of is mercy. It's going to be
0: so good. Oh no, it's not. Uh. <laughs> uh. This is such a horrible idea. Oh no, it's going to be great. Oh so. my god. So anyway. Anyway, so yeah, so as we're wrapping up the cigar, final thoughts on the HC Corojo Red? Um,
1: you know what? I've enjoyed it. It's it's a little bolder stick than I would normally smoke, but I've really really enjoyed this cigar. Yeah, it's uh and again, I'm I'm with you. I've never seen this in a shop.
0: No, I've never have either. But I'll tell you what, uh, I would I would smoke this again all day long. It's a it's a good stick. Um, I, I I'm not gonna say it's the most complex cigar. Um, you know, it's got the pepper. It's had that, a lot, a lot of hit flavor you, though. Hitch in the beginning, and then you know, but it's been a nice, enjoyable stick. The construction on this thing has been phenomenal. Um, the. Uh, But the pepper comes back in the back half, and I mean, no, dude, I, I really, I've really enjoyed this cigar. Well, there you go. So I'm happy that we smoked it. Well, good deal,
1: and we will have a uh, giveaway coming up on Tuesday's episode.
0: Yes, we'll have the uh, the weekly giveaway, and people definitely need to sign up for
1: our newsletter if we ever have one again, but just sign up for it.
0: Yeah, you, you got to sign up for the newsletter. That's how you get entered into the weekly giveaways. You do that at our website. And, uh, you know, just sign up for that. As long as you're on the newsletter list, then you're entered to win our uh, weekly giveaways that we do on Tuesdays.
1: And, guys, um, these are Martinez prize packs, and they are phenomenal. They are. Yeah. You get,
0: you get the Martinez cigars. Yeah, absolutely. You,
1: you want to get these cigars. And. Do you know anybody that's tried them that hasn't liked them? No. I don't either.
0: Not yet. Yeah. I don't think anybody will, but not yet.
1: Now, a little inside baseball. Yeah. By the time this podcast comes out or the day of, we should be receiving
0: our test cigars. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was just getting ready to tease that, that there is the distinct possibility that on Tuesday's episode that we might have uh, somebody, um, either Dave or Jesus from Martinez, um, on the show. Oh, that'll be cool. And we're going to smoke the test blends
1: Ooh. for the Bishop and the Gator. I've already that's, had people. That's
0: my plan for the, for Tuesday's episode. You
1: saw this go down tonight. I've already had people requesting the cigars.
0: Oh, I know. They're, when are they coming out? They're waiting. I want one. They're waiting. Yeah. And let me there's tell you. There's
1: a ya, buzz. A palpable buzz. There's a
0: palpable buzz. And let me tell you, I've gotten some initial thoughts from Dave about my stick specifically. Yeah. Um and he said that my cigar is, as he put it, just absolute fire. Wow. So okay. it's high praise. I'm waiting to try it myself. Um but we'll see. What's he told you about mine? He likes it. Does he? Okay, good. He's not the biggest Connecticut guy. Okay. So taking well, I get that and taking that's that into account, he likes your cigar. Yeah. But he really likes my cigar. Okay, and so it's one of those things. If you're a Connecticut guy, Jeff's cigar is going to be more up your speed. Yep. But um, if you're if you're into like you know something a little bolder, that's where you have the Bishop.
1: So what you're saying is, if people like Connecticut, they should let my stick blow their skirt up.
0: <laughs> oh my god! And there it is. <laughs>
1: I that's was, why, right there, folks. That's why you got to hold on to the end. I was wondering where this was going to go. So <laughs> anyway,
0: so yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm amused I'm myself hoping, greatly. I'm, I'm planning that for Tuesday, so
1: that's going to be cool. If we can fun. work that out, guys, you're definitely going to want to listen in for that.
0: I think that'll be fun. So there you go.
1: Well, Nick, it's been a great show, buddy. I mean, I mean, it's been, it's a, been show. a show. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Well, and you know, it's one of those where we just we just decided to smoke and talk, just take a break, yeah. Just, you know, have some fun, yeah. And anyway. we haven't done that in a while. No. I mean, it's been we've had guest after guest after guest, and they've been great shows. I was gonna say,
0: I we get a lot of good compliments about the interviews, the shows. I mean, it's it's been going really well. But yeah, you know what? It's nice to just I, I love Mister Jonathan back for a minute.
1: When he was on with us. Yeah. And then he put a post up about being on the show, which was so nice of him It really was, yes. But I love how he talked about how you keep the show on track. And I'm thinking, you know, I I wanted to be offended by that. And I thought, no, it's true. Yeah, because if anybody derails it, it's you. Oh, that's my job. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I'm here.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Just to give you ulcers as we record. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. A lot, actually. You take a lot of antacids because of me. Quite a few. Yeah, so and that's in that's even on and off the cast. It's true. Yeah, I right. cause you a lot of grief. It's been a lot of like little alka seltzer chews. Yes. Yep. You really should try the baking soda. I don't
0: want to eat a baking. soda. Dude, uh, a, spoonful a spoonful of, of baking, baking soda
1: and water is great for uh, heartburn.
0: Okay, you know what? Now that we're talking about this for a minute, I actually have tried baking soda. Um. I did that you one did, time. did. I didn't know. I did that one time recently. I didn't have any of my chews anymore. Did it work? And, um, well, the problem was I think I ate too much of it because I then got... You just got, like a teaspoon. I just got... Well, there's my problem. Or a you, tablespoon. I used a tablespoon. Okay. And, um, the problem How much water? Was, I don't know. Some. But the problem oh. was um, I was bowling over in stomach pain from it. What? Because... I had so much gas. <laughs> well, that's what it's doing is it's blowing that gas out of you. Yeah, well, it hurt really bad, so I didn't Yeah, maybe like
1: throttle back the amount. Didn't
0: like it that. at all. It yeah. was painful.
1: I usually well. mix up, um, it's about a tablespoon every night. I mix it up in water. It's there's there's Okay, I'm not a doctor, so let me throw that out there. But there are a lot of reported health benefits to uh, taking baking soda as well. So look those up, folks. All right, then. Well, cool. Well, Jeff... You're looking at the board like something's wrong. Did any of this record? Uh, the little light went out. That's okay. But it's still recording? It's still recording. You sure?
0: Yeah, I'm watching. Okay. I'm
1: well, watching. we may have cut off earlier than we thought, <laughs> folks.
0: No, I'm watching it. It's good.
1: But yeah, well, hey, guys, thanks a lot for listening. And we've been getting a lot of feedback from you guys, and we really do appreciate it.
0: Yeah, it's been really nice.
1: Yeah, it has been. and. Um, the numbers keep going up. And yes, folks, tell we your really appreciate that. Tell your friends about the cast. If you love it, tell them. If you hate it, eh, tell them anyway. Yep. Yeah. But we appreciate you guys listening to us and, you know, putting up with us and, you know, just sitting here talking about TV shows and movies and bouncing all over God's Green Acre today. Oh, Lord. It's anyway. been fun.
0: Well, Jeff, unless you have anything else for the good of the cause, I'm golden, baby. All right. Well, this has been <laughs> another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Stay safe and stay smoky, everyone.